You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Okay. So what are your thoughts on, what are your thoughts on three ways? (laughs) You're so awkward. You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. <laughs> okay, so I really would like to start off this um episode today with why do you got a little bit of a british accent there it's because we were just talking about a british person sorry uh, i want to start off this episode today I'm with on this podcast to start oh. off by sorry do you want to do your impression this of an is, australian this is ringo star ryan just carved me the other night because cooper was like hey mom can you say saskatchewan in an australian accent i tried i butchered it like saskatchewan like it was so bad and so then ryan was carving me and then i'm like why don't you try and then he just went straight ringo star which is his accent for literally everything why don't you try it's it's i've talked about this on this podcast why don't you try to say i want to go to saskatchewan first of all i've never heard an australian refer to saskatchewan ever in my life neither so i don't I. know how they sound neither have i so why don't you just try not it? only do i not know how they sound australia is a very large country yeah. and there's multiple areas of australia that their accents are slightly right. different all i hear is excuses anyways my accent is from liverpool <laughs> it's not australian i know that's let's why I, I said no let's hear it no say i want to go to saskatchewan later this no, year if i do it like uh, put another shrimp on the bumblebee yeah that's what you said then i'm like put another shrimp in saskatchewan okay oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i literally just every i time. instantly go right to this one it's every time okay i okay, feel okay. like my british accent requires uh a bit of a, what do you call this? Uh, underbite. An underbite. Yeah. I feel like for me to do this properly, yeah. my... Metaphorically speaking. My bottom jaw yeah. needs to come out this way. Yeah. And my tongue needs to like almost be lazy. It's yeah. got to be like a fat tongue. <laughs> That's what I'll do right here. <laughs> Anyways, you got you got a jig. Jig is literally... <laughs> How do you watch someone Super. try something without doing it? It's like when your kids are making a thing, you're like, ooh, 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 with your face. For doing what? When your kids are doing something, like you mimic their faces. <laughs> well, that was Jake's phone. <laughs> Anyways, okay. I want Do you not to, disturb. I want you to disturb. tell the story about um, 
because we constantly are experiencing moments of, oh shit, we're not in that age group anymore. And it's, it's bizarre to feel like you're an adult when you're an adult and you're no longer like relatable to the youth. And it's just, these moments happen all of the time and they're so uncomfortable, but you had one the other day when you dropped Riley off at school. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I had two, I had two back to back. Well, one, one was like, I want, and this is what it came back when I, I said, Brittany, like, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. (laughs) I, I don't know why I seek the approval of kids in grade school. Yeah. No, it just, it doesn't even mean in grade school. High school, it's everywhere. Grade and school, I felt that when early I was 20s. teaching high school, I'm like, I wonder if they think I'm cool. And then I was like, wait, I don't give a fuck if they think I'm cool. But you do have that moment do. of like, am I a loser? So I'm driving, I'm walking, I'm driving, I'm walking Riley to her class and I had to go around the grade seven, eights. And this is not the, this is not the weird thing. This was weird for this me to weird. have done this. Yeah. I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? I passed the, I passed the grade seven, eights, And one of the teachers was like, all right, guys, if you're in grade seven, I need you to line up here. If you're in grade six or you're in grade or grade eight, you need to wait there. And all of these people were looking at this teacher like she was an idiot. And so me naturally, I'm like, if you're in grade six, you're in grade six. I say it out loud. And I'm like, wait a second. I should be on the teacher side here. And here I am trying to get these grade sevens and eights to think I'm cool. And I'm making fun of the teacher. What? <laughs> and you're like, I can just picture you be like, <laughs> yeah, loser. <laughs> and as I walk by, I'm like, why did I do that? Man, I know it's so bizarre. Why did I, I do not need their approval. No. And then you would just like walk away in shame. I'm like, almost a 40 year old man. I'm like, Rock on, grade eights. Yeah. I'm with you. Have a good day. Teachers suck. Yeah. Hashtag losers. And then you're like, wait, no, I, I, I am the teacher. I am older than the teacher. Okay. What's mm. the other one? Well, then after I had dropped Riley off, I came back to the other side of the school. And when I came back to the other side of the school, there was a bus and that bus had been obviously late. Mm-hmm. And so all the, oh, all of the kids are getting off of the bus. And as I was walking, I had a group of kids in front of me and I had a group of kids behind me. And I was now in the group of kids walking down the same path. And I said, again, instead of just walking and just being a normal adult and allowing the kids to do their thing, I thought I'd take it upon myself to look at the kids and be like, not sure how I got in this line, but it looks like I'm late for school. (laughs) I'm like, everyone's like, uh, whose dad is this? The one girl who's clearly in grade eight and she's taller than me. She looks at me like. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just see myself out. This sucks. Oh, God, and I had so like 50 more feet to walk. And I'm like, this could not happen any faster. I feel like that's what I felt like when we were at uh, Bingaman's. So we went to Bingaman's and when we were all lining up, I don't know if you were. No, it was. It was all four of us when we were going down like the magic carpet one. And so the guy that was like at the top, making sure that everybody was doing things right. There was another dude at the front who was a little bit weird. Like he was an adult. But he was like talking to other people in line. He wasn't going and then like went off to the side and I'm like looking at him like, like, what are you doing? Is he going? And so I look at the kid who's just like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's just standing there. And I'm like, is this guy going or like, what is he even doing? (laughs) He was like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, me neither. Yeah, we're not cool anymore. No, we're not cool. We're just not cool anymore. Um, and the the idea that we think we have to be is what is what bothers me. Like, when do you reach that time now? No, we did. like, no, you didn't let me finish. When do you reach the time where you no longer care? 
Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not there yet. Me neither. I'm not there yet. And shockingly not there yet. Yeah. Like, why, 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 why do I need that same guy? Not the same guy. But when we got to the bottom of the slide, the other guy who was, he was pretty cool. Like if, if I was his age, I'd probably be the guy at the bottom. And he's like, how's the ride, man? And I was like, really good, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, fuck me. Like, when's your shift up? You've been here all day. I'm like, what can I say that's cool right now? I'm like, the slide was slippery. Like, honestly, what do I got? A slippery snake. It was slippery. It was a snake. A slippery snake. Could you imagine I said a that snack. to him? Snake. How was the ride, bro? It was slippery, like a snake. <laughs> I'm a slippery snake. Uh, need, sir, you want to get your security. kids? <laughs> we need security yeah. to the bottom of the slide ASAP. Oh, you know what I actually said to him? <laughs> I'm like. It's like, how was the ride? I'm like, uh, not bad. My fat ass got me almost at the bottom. <laughs> and he's like, cool. I'm like, oh. Like, what are you expecting him to be like, sir, I don't think you're fat. No. Yeah, I think you I have like, a great figure. I was like, oh my God, why, do, why did I, A, why did I have to go there? And B, why did I have to like diminish myself? Mm-hmm. I got to the bottom of the slide because I got to the bottom of the slide. The kids mm-hmm. who weigh nothing, I had to go back and get them. I know. It's just, it's sad. Anyways, we're at that, we're at that part in our life right now where we still see the approval of children. Um, I'm very much looking forward to not having that in my headspace. And I, you're right. I thought that I would be there by now. Like, I actually think we should do a poll like on Instagram to see how many people are thinking or feeling the same. And you have to be honest, like, cause I think people would be like, I don't give a shit. And then put them in a room with a bunch of teenagers. You do. When I They're walk, intimidating. when I walk in the morning, and the kids are waiting for uh, school yeah. and the bus, right? There's two things that I've noticed. Number one, none of them talk to each other I anymore. I know. It's so sad. It's because Every single one of them has their headphones in their ears yeah. and they're listening to their own individual music. Nobody communicates with each other. It's like watching 17 zombies mm-hmm. sit at the corner of the street that I've got to navigate behind because they're so in their own space that they don't even realize that a human being is walking past them. I got to walk on the grass that that bothers me. I will say this, though, like I took the bus in high school and the bus in high school, like my bus stop, I only had one other friend there that I knew and everybody else was just like random, like it was the neighborhood that you lived in. So that didn't necessarily mean that you were friends and iPods were out like when I was in high school. And I remember putting my like iPod there where they weren't ear pods headphones, headphones yeah. in. Keep when, going. when my friend wasn't there because I was like I didn't know anybody enough to like make small talk and it was uncomfortable so it was kind of like a safe space for you to be like sorry I can't hear you like I have my headphones in but do you know what I mean like yeah. and today there's just zero like they I find that they don't know how to communicate face to face it's so uncomfortable and we've talked about this a bunch of times because they just they'll go in their own little space because they it's uncomfortable to socialize and they don't know how and I think the pandemic also heightened that 100 and you can tell generationally wise you go to the gym yeah. and you can tell without actually asking the person or like trying to figure out based off of what they look like what age they are mm-hmm. based off of their headphones mm-hmm. you can tell guys my age so i'm three years older than you believe mm-hmm. it or not i didn't have an ipad mm-hmm. or an ipod at that time that three-year gap between you and i is significant yeah. by the way 84 to 87 is, is an entirely different generation for some reason but I go, to the, really. I go to the gym and all the guys that are my age or older, none of us wear headphones. We talk to each other at the gym. Everyone, really? everyone else is in their own space. This one woman today was in her own space. She was dancing. She was at a good time. I'm mm. like, I'm jealous of that person. And maybe she wants to socialize with us. Mm. I feel like all I'm picturing is you like just smiling at her and being like a creepy Ryan. But like people don't, like, you know what I mean? Like she, you're thinking, wow, like good for her. Like she's just in her own mind. But what she sees is... 
Yeah, yeah. Hope you don't get sick. Hope you don't get sick. You know what? The, yeah, yeah. You're right. A hundred percent. That's what it was. I like. never thought about it that way. Yeah. Well, there it is. So it's funny because on Instagram, there's. Uh, and this is why I know it's a generational thing or on TikTok. Actually, I saw it and they were saying like, you know, a guy is like literally messed up, twisted when he's at the gym without headphones in his ears because he's really just fucking mad. Really? He's working out. And he doesn't need anything. He doesn't need any sort of music to get him his through own. his workout. He's just fucking pissed. And I'm like, no, he's just 40 or older. Yeah, that's fair. That's a really good statement because you're right. If they were younger, it's like they're raging yeah. and they don't need to be in their zone. They're just like, maybe they broke up with a girlfriend. Maybe they want to fight some dude. Like, I don't know. This is a pretty big assumption. Lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. One more set. God damn it. Where me, I just realized I'm just mad. Yeah. I'm just mad and I need to take it out on these weights until my hands bleed. That's what you do when you're at the gym? You're mad? No. That's what they think. Oh, they're like, okay. what serial killer can work out without music? Yeah, I need music. They have, at, at our gym, they have the radio playing, yeah. and it's talk radio. Yeah. And I listen, and I learn. Uh, you're just, like, laughing. Yeah. In between sets, huh? That's interesting. That's funny. You know I... what the riddle was today? <laughs> what? The riddle is this. What flips everything around but doesn't move? What flips everything around but doesn't move? Oh, oh you got it? A washer? A no. washer? No, a washer machine, moves. Yeah. Um, well, if you load it and you well, take it to the dryer, be, that's you. It's got to be. <laughs> I like, change my laundry. That's me. It's got to be like metaphorical. It's not like an actual thing. It's a riddle. So usually. Yeah. Okay. What flips? Leave it with us and then we'll answer it. No, actually, I just want to know. It's Give me a, a clue. Give me a clue. It's reflective. Water. A mirror. A mirror. Yeah. That's what I meant. A mirror. A mirror flips everything around. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Anyways. Well, that's what I learned while working out today. I'm like psychopath Ryan. <laughs> Dropping <laughs> Riley off. Hey, guys. Shoulders today. <sighs> Have a good day at school, guys. Hey, grade seven eights. Riddle me this. Yeah. <laughs> riddle <laughs> me this. Riddle me that, Batman. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from. Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. <laughs> just try Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits 
to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. Okay, so we got a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about today, but the first thing which is prevalent in our life currently um, that has caused a little bit, and by a little bit, I mean like a lot of bit of stress, is uh, vasectomies. Can I just say, before we talk about vasectomies, I'm so glad that we're like zeroing in on uh, like spending more quality time at night together. We've been, I I think we've put some significant... We've put some significant <laughs> effort into this lately. This yeah. is this has been a subject of of our discussion for quite some time. Yeah. And I don't know if you're consciously putting am, more effort into it, I'm but aware. I'm aware of it. Yes. And I appreciate it. Awesome. Hmm. Which brings us to our next point. After the session the other night, mm-hmm. you woke up in the morning and I said, "Hey, uh, the kids aren't here. You want to have another session this morning?" And you said, "Get away from me." <laughs> fucking pissed okay so here's the backstory i have told ryan multiple times and sorry not told i have asked ryan no 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 no. the first time we've we've had this conversation i asked i said can you please look into booking a vasectomy and we are like i am fertile myrtle we got pregnant with riley and i think we've already told this story but it's really tmi um like literally, I don't even know if I want to like re-say it, but it's like the pre-situation before the situation happens. That's Riley. That's and not what happened. Yes, it is. No, what had happened it was, was you, you were out with your girlfriend. You were out with your girlfriend, <laughs> DK, sorry. out at the bar. It and was, I was, it was the leftovers. And I was at home by myself Jesus. and I thought, I got to go to bed because I'm tired. I know she's with DK. I know they're coming back sleeping here, so I know she's okay. We've told and, this story before. And sometimes before I go to bed, as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, you I pow, masturbate. You pow. Except you didn't have the pow. So, no, I masturbate. And usually when I masturbate, the last, the first thing I do as soon as I'm finished is I clean up. Well, you and DK came home. So I'm like, ah, eh, fuck it. I won't. What do you mean? You, you and just, D- you No, no. But like you just didn't clean up anything? You're just like, I'm going to sit in the th- no, stuff. No, I usually clean up and go to the washroom. Fuck it. Right? I, I do it all in the same process. Okay. I go to the washroom, I clean up, and <laughs> I go pee. Yeah. Right? Well, you and DK came home. So, I, at that old house, I there right. was no washroom you that I could to go to. I had to leave the room. And go downstairs. To go downstairs. I'm like, this is awkward. So, I just let it be. Well, you came home slightly intoxicated. And then you came up, you know, ready to hang out. But I need you to confirm, like, what do you mean you just let it be? What was your plan? I didn't pee out the remaining stuff that was but in the hospital. Like you wiped the other stuff away. Of right? course well, I wiped the other not, stuff away. I feel like that was a little like arbitrary. Like it was like, I'm just going to let it be. I didn't just and, put the sheets on. Well, and that's let what it, I feel like that's what it was. Like, that's what it sounded like. Well, if you're listening to this story and you think I just randomly put the sheets <laughs> did, on. Did it, that's what it sounded like. Yeah. With, Jake is like, I'm sorry, man, but you did not clarify. So okay. Well, good to clarify, to clarify I, I cleaned up right. the area. <laughs> Got it. What I did not do is I did not go pee, clean out the hosel. <laughs> 
All right. You, you didn't clean the straw. Yes. You didn't do a straw. That's clean. disgusting. And <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for anyone listening to this. You came home and you were like fixing for a fucking. I'm fixing a fuck you. Yeah. And you came up and you assaulted me. Oh, my God. Okay. And I said to you in the middle of this process, I said, hey, heads up. I just did this. I'm not going to do this again. No, you said I'm not going to finish. You didn't mean like I'm I'm not going to finish. And you said, okay, well, that's how we got pregnant. Yes. Was the hosel. Yes. The stuff that was still there. Yeah. Was how you got pregnant. So going back to because your point, you didn't yes, finish, and I was I like, did not. You were yeah, pissed. pissed. You were so mad. I'm going mad. back and hanging out with DK. I'm like, go. I, I just was. masturbated and had like almost perfect sex. Anyways, I didn't that, finish. Okay, uh, so that perfect. is that's number one. Child number that's one. That's how we got pregnant. So you're fertile Myrtle. And Cooper was like, we we actively tried during the ovulation period, and all it took was like once, and it was like that's done. So anyway, fertile Myrtle, and so. This is also TMI. I don't, I'm not on any birth control and we don't use condoms. So like we're playing with fire right now. Like the pullout method, she ain't, she ain't great. So I'm saying to you, like, this is really important to me because we're at a point in our life and we are at a point in our life right now where we don't want another child. We've already talked about this. We don't want another kid. And if we got pregnant, we would have that child. Like we're both adults. We have a career. We have the means. Yes, of course we would have the baby. That's a, that's a whole separate conversation, but like the decision to have the baby would be, obviously we're going to have this baby and I wouldn't. You don't want to have to have that conversation. And so for me, I'm like, I'm thinking the future, like say we do get pregnant. I would be so fucking pissed at you because I would resent you. And I wouldn't want to mix those feelings of resentment and like, this amazing miracle. And I don't, I just don't want to be put in that situation. Like that's so uncomfortable. And I feel like I keep asking you to do this thing. Like I, I was cut open two times for the C-sections for the babies, for the leftover and for the other one. And I, and you made the comment one time, like, well, why don't you get your tube tied, tubes tied? And I was like, why don't you go fuck yourself? Like, I was so mad. I was so mad because I'm like, I already did that twice. Like I already got cut open. Like, and I grew the, I grew them. So you could and should take the opportunity to prevent a future conversation that I don't want to have. Your points are all valid. Your points are all <laughs> and you valid. you just don't want to do it. It's, it's difficult to argue with those points. And I don't want to argue with those points because those points are valid. And what they are doing is neglecting the fact that I'm worried and concerned about a vasectomy. I personally don't want to have a vasectomy. Well, then we, and we are live in this world, going we, to be using condoms. We live in this world and I, and this is a touchy subject, but we live in this world where my body, my choice, except for when it comes to a vasectomy, men just typically, no, I no, I'm just saying men historically were the ones that just decided, Hey, you're going to have a vasectomy. It's an easier procedure than the other procedure. hundred percent, 100%. 100%. But it's like, did anyone ever ask if the man wants a vasectomy? Because I'll tell you right now, I don't want a vasectomy. I'm worried that it will affect my testosterone levels. I'm worried that it will affect, which ultimately affects my mood, my my weight, everything. I'm worried that it will affect my sex drive. That is something I don't want to ruin. Okay, but there's so much proof and so many of our friends that you physically know that that and, does not happen. And to. I have so many examples of people who I know that are on the other spectrum. Really? That's literally, You've been like, hey man, how's your vasectomy going? 
Of course I asked this question because you want me to have a vasectomy. So when, everyone when, I know who gets their balls ripped down said, of them, yeah. I say, hey, how is it? Yeah. Like, and what was their responses? Like, it sucks. So, I don't want to have sex anymore. I know one friend who said, actually, I got hornier. I got one friend who said I lost my sex drive. Forever. So, not that they lost it, but that it's not the same. Okay. So here's my. My father flat out. My father flat out said, Ryan, I've never been the same since my vasectomy. Okay. If you, if you don't have to, if you don't have to do it, don't do it. You're, my, my. My, I know you're upset about this, but I'm telling well, you, listen, this is how I'm I feel. I'm not upset and you are, your feelings are valid. Like, I'm not saying you're not allowed to feel these things. I completely respect that. And the, the alternative is we are going to, I'm not going back on birth control. That fucked me up. Like I'm not doing it. So we're either going to be using condoms or we're not having anal. sex and we're not having anal. Oh. So you have two options, condoms or no sex. And you said to me like, well, we're not going to not have sex until I have a vasectomy. If you, if we're not using condoms, maybe that's what's going to take for us to have this serious conversation because we're literally I waiting. I think we are having this serious conversation. We're that's waiting the problem. for a I catastrophe think... to happen. I don't want to wait and then figure it out. I want to prevent. I think we are having this serious conversation i just don't think you're listening to the other side of the spectrum because you're so grounded in your points and your points are so valid i don't want to argue with them it has nothing to do with your perspective your perspective is accurate and not but and i don't want to do it i've already said this i've validated your emotions even every time you say like i don't want to do it i'm like i get it i'm not saying you have to do this i'm saying the alternative are these two options i will do more research that's those are shitty alternatives that's like saying you don't need the vaccine you don't have to have the vaccine but you don't have a job if you do if you don't take it i don't want to go there but i'm saying you're gonna remove sex if i don't have it that's a shitty 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 scenario for for you it's shitty for me too but that is how serious i am about this it's either condoms or no sex because the alternative, if we don't do these things, is another baby. Like we're literally just waiting for the universe to be like, well, these fuckers thought they were going to get. No, like I don't want to go there and then be like, well, is it isn't if it isn't the actions of or whatever. What's that saying? If it isn't the consequences of my actions, like I don't want to be there. That's all I'm saying. I've You're never feeling- heard that saying before. Say it again. Well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my actions. That's a cool one. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Have you heard about that, Jake? You ever heard that? Totally saying? Makes sense. Yeah, it does. It sounds like it should be well known. It is. That sounds like people should know that saying. People do know. Well, 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 if it isn't the actions of my no. consequences. <laughs> what? No, let me try that again. Well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my actions. There you go. That's good. That's brilliant. Take some so, responsibility and ownership. So your feelings are valid. I absolutely respect them. And the alternatives are the two that are on the table. Here's what I think we should do. And I suggest that anybody who's listening to this, and I'm willing to bet that there are a significant amount of people that are listening to this podcast that have had the same conversation. And I guarantee you that there are men who have had this conversation. Their their conversation was neglected. They got the vasectomy and they they wish they never did. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms 
and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. What I'm suggesting is we collectively, we do our research. We sit down, we look at what it is, what the pros are, what the cons are, so that we combined are making this choice. You're putting this on a book it, Ryan, book it, Ryan, book it, Ryan, book it, Ryan. Jesus Christ, if you want to have sex, you got to book it. And I'm just saying, let's do anal. That's all I'm you suggesting. You just make that joke because you don't know what else to say, and you've said it so many times. So I know. Yes, you have. It's an awesome alternative. I am for me. not. I I'm, win. I'm not saying that. I, I don't have to pull out. I disagree with that. Like I get it. I'll sure. I'll do research with you. If you end up saying, "Listen, this is not something I want to do," the options are still the options. Then, then condoms are the option. Okay. All right. Cool. So. Um, this is awkward. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the Blue Jays, they've lost the last two. Let's talk about, um, <laughs> let's talk about threesomes and polyamory. Oh and, yeah, let's yeah, go into that. that Cause there's our... probably a whole world of women that don't mind if I have an out of vasectomy. So let's talk about having sex with other people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a beautiful segue. It's a total beautiful segue. Yeah. 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 Punch me in the face right now. How about a punch in the dick? Okay. So what are your thoughts on, what are your thoughts on three ways? <laughs> you're so awkward okay so we haven't actually had um somebody on the podcast who is like not an expert in this but like we were looking at somebody who was really talking about like polyamorous relationships because it is literally such another world that you don't know about and swinging and all of we that we had luna matata on yes. who discussed how to have the conversation with your partner Correct. when you want it elevate the brand sure <laughs> that's funny but we haven't had like an a sex expert on that specifically talks about those topics so this is by no means any advice it's more of a conversation because i think it's an interesting one so let's maybe first talk about swinging because we we were talking about there are multiple we watched that show on netflix what's that show um sex life sex love sex life sex love it's sex life love sex well, 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 it's another the consequences of my own act. I think it's sex love. No, it's not. It's sex life. All right. Sex okay. life. So in the, in the show, there is a, um, episode where they go to a party and basically they switch partners. Like your partner is they like, go to a swingers, club, yeah, swingers yeah, party for sure. So we were talking about this and we were talking about how how or if we would ever be able to do that. And to be clear, neither of us are in space right now. And I'm not saying that this couldn't happen in the future, but I'm pretty sure it won't that we could be, <laughs> that we could be with somebody else. So there were, we were digging a bit and there are multiple different swinging options. There's the soft swap, right? Which is like where I actually forget. Do you remember? Well, <clears throat> a soft swap is no penetration. Right. So it's just like oral. Yeah. So like you can, you can fuck around with someone else. Like, let's say for fuck instance, around let's, and find out. let's use the example of you and I, okay. you and I, we go to a party, a swingers party and we meet another couple and we hit it off with that other couple. And we agree that we are going to swap partners for that evening. 
And when we do, we have a set of rules that both parties need to follow. Mm -hmm. This is, to be clear, this is not, has never happened. Correct. But this is our understanding of it. And we could be wrong here too. But it is our understanding that there are rules of engagement. And a soft swap is you can do absolutely anything with my wife, but you cannot have sex with her. Right. It says a soft swap indicates a partner trade that doesn't involve penetration. A full swap, on the other hand, indicates a hookup that does involve penetration. Correct. So you were right. Yes. So I feel like then there's also one that's like you can, if you go to a party and you are into a full swap, you might have a rule that is like, um, that is like your partner has to be in the same room with their other partner while like, so it's almost, it's not an orgy because you're not like doing it together, but you're both present so that like you can see your partner. Maybe that that's attractive to see your partner with somebody else. Cause people are into that. Or maybe it's just like a, I feel comfortable because my partner is there. Well, when you go, when you go to a room full of strangers and you meet a stranger, even when you, even when you hit it off, if you go into separate rooms, for me as a male, I'm now, I'm now having my wife in a room with a stranger who I don't know how they behave. Right. I don't feel safe about that. Yeah. And so, yes, there's just a lot of rules in this space. And it's and not until you get digging into it that you realize that there's an entire ecosystem. And mm-hmm. by the way, there are a ton of swingers out there. I know. There, and the pineapple apparently is the, is the signature. If you have like pineapples on your not porch. Not apparently, it is. Well, I don't it know. It is the signature. You go on a cruise ship and you see a pineapple on the door upside down. It is full swap, baby. We're really? here. We're here. Can you imagine if they're we're just here like, for no, the we gangbang? Re- we really like pineapples. Yeah, and <laughs> it's like so, an elderly couple. <laughs> but you know the you know that saying is like, like my pina you, you know that saying is like becoming an adult is realizing you're the only one that doesn't do cocaine. It's the same thing as like becoming. You've ever heard that? No. Oh, anyways, <laughs> makes sense though. Yeah, uh, I don't. By the way, just yeah. to be clear, but it's like you don't realize. Until and the thing is, and I think that swingers do a really good job. It's like a it's like a club. If you don't know that that person is a swinger, mm-hmm. you don't talk about it. Right. It's almost like, and I don't know this because we're not part of the inner crowd here, but it's almost like, you know, you know, and it's almost like you're, they're Freemasons or something. Like they've got yeah. some tell. They have, like they have like a, like a little head nod. Yeah. How would you even like, I'd love to actually have somebody on the podcast that is a swinger that we could like you know those old like it those shows that would be like a crime or something and they have a witness and then they would they'd be in the shadows and they blur out their face and then they'd have like a voice changer yeah. and like they Me could just and be my on husband podcast. like to have yeah. sex with other people <laughs> we always my name is bane why yeah. are you saying well, that's, bane? What they, that's what they do they 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 like mute out their voice yeah. anyways anyway that would, be, would very, be good it would be very interesting i'd love to hear from some swingers yeah. personally i would love to hear some swingers but what i what i'm getting at is there are a lot of rules of engagement and i yeah. think there should be rules of engagement because the whole assumption almost and there's a saying you know every like an assumption is like you something i don't know making an ass <laughs> out of me and you because you make an ass, an ass out, out of you me. and me yeah i just don't know how to spell assumptions so i always <laughs> get them wrong anyways assumptions are not good in that space no. you never want to be in a situation where you and your partner think that the other person is going to do x <laughs> Because when you find out that they did why, it's like a, whoa, that's not cool with me. So there is a lot of rules of engagement, but let's talk about our rules of engagement. I am. I'm not a swinger. The end. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a no for swinging. Yeah. I'm a hard no for swinging. I, and you know, the whole, like, and we've talked about this before. 
I uh, I would be more of a full swap than wow. a half swap. Really? Because I think you giving another man a oh, blowjob is way worse than you having sex with another man. We did talk about this because you think me like pleasuring somebody with this with a mouth is like worse than like somebody like doing it to me. Yeah, because sex is, Which is so interesting because sex is something that you can enjoy and they can enjoy. Giving a blowjob is something that you're it's personal. You're making him enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. You're not getting enjoyment so out of a blowjob. Like, you would say like full swing, but no blowjobs. No blowjob. No, really? sa- no, no half swing. No half swing. Full stop. What about a handy? Yeah, well, handy would be part of, yeah, you could handy it you could handy. to get to the full swap, but yeah. no mouth. What about handy spit? Well, I would, goodness gracious, Brittany, if you're going to give a hand job, you better put some spit on that thing. No, I just meant like if it was like, I'd feel bad for the, so for the bloke. No, yeah. I, he comes back and he's like, oh, oh, I'm like, hand job. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> no spit. Yeah, I've been there. Anyways. So, so I'm, I'm adamantly opposed to it at this point in time in my, if I, there's no part of me that, that, uh, aspires to have someone else have sex with my Okay. Wife. So here's my other question. So say that we were like, yeah, we'll do full swap. Okay. Say we're in that mind frame. Okay. We're yeah. not, but let's put like, let's pretend we're yeah. in there. So I'm there. there. So yeah. Yeah. my question is, do you think that we Kill would John have, Lennon. we have, because there are prerequisites, there are pre-rules mm-hmm. like you need to be in the same room and like no blowjobs full, like just penetration. Okay. I would also put in, I don't like kissing because kissing's super personal to me that I'm like, don't fuck with kissing. I don't like that. My other point is afterwards, do we say we don't talk about that? Like we don't talk about it after or like, do we talk about it? Because I think that this is where it can get a little bit messy because you're speaking about it. And I think that you specifically would have a really hard time if I was like, if you're like, so like, how was it? (laughs) I'm like, well, I'm going to be like, yeah, like it was good. How good? Like, did you like, do you know what I mean? So it's almost like yeah, what I'm happens built, in the I'm past. I'm not built for swinging. Unless the guy was no, no, terrible. I know, but this is what I'm saying. Then I want to know you're, about it. You're in yeah, this, tell me how bad he was. You're in this space. So we already, yeah. we are in this space. Do you think that we would have that rule of like, after it happens, we don't, we don't fucking, we don't talk about it. Like we don't talk about it because I think that that's where, that's where a lot of our issues would come because I think I would be concerned and annoyed with you being like, yeah, like it was really great when we did this or like she had nice tits. Like I know that those things happened in the moment, but I don't really want to like rehash that. See, for me, I think if I were to enter into the world of swinging, my, my, my initial, uh, launch pad would be us in the same room. Mm-hmm. So I would know how your experience was. No, Cause I'd be, I would be like hyper-focused on like you having sex with another man. No, I get that. I feel bad for the other woman, but I would, I would know. So I, we wouldn't have to necessarily talk about the processes, right? Like how big was he? Was he strong? Was he dominant? Well, we, we wouldn't would have s- to do that. Cause I would have seen it. What I would say is we would have to have a con- I would definitely have a conversation around our emotions. How did it feel? What are your thoughts? Is this something you could do again? Okay. Maybe after like but the first couple times. I wouldn't, sure. need, I wouldn't need a play by play because I would have seen That's it. Now, not if what you, I was asking. If you were in another room, I would, I, yes. my mind, I would, yes. my mind would not allow me to not know. But to be clear, that's not what I was asking. I don't, I wasn't saying like, we need to speak and be like, when well, then we did this and then we did this. Oh, I'm sorry. just, I'm just saying like. But that's how I would need to know those answers. So if we're in the same room after we, I agree, we would have to be like, were you okay? Like, did this work? Whatever. 
whatever. I think that what would be beneficial is to talk about maybe some things that we didn't like. Like, you know what? Next time if we do this, let's make sure it's not this or like I didn't like this. Like and and have those open conversations. But I just find it so fascinating like in the ecosystem of of swinging how people develop their own little like playbook and how it works with everybody else like it is very much a club that you don't know about until you know about it's so yeah. interesting and not only that but like from a couple standpoint everything is theoretical right everything is theoretical until it's not and the moment it's not now there is something to manage mm-hmm. it's like we always talk about what if this and what if that and what if this. Well, none of that is worth really investigating yeah. until it's happened. When it comes to swinging, I would say that you would probably have to have a significant amount of conversations prior to that oh, happening. For sure. And then to your point, as you do it and progress through it, I think there's going to be a cadence that works for you. Mm-hmm. But you have to communicate it because for me, I know... I'm I'm me and you are you. There's no way that my thoughts and your thoughts align perfectly no. ever. Right. So to understand you and to understand what worked for you, what didn't work for you, what was effective, what was ineffective and vice versa. There may be things that happened to you that I thought, hey, listen, next time I just like I, I'm, I really didn't like that. Yeah, for sure. I really did. It bothers me. It's still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And maybe over time I could develop like and be like that thing over time. You know what? Doesn't hey, we've done this seven times. Do that thing again. That yeah. well, Let me see how I feel about that. Right. But if you don't have that open conversation and recognize that the first time you do it, you're not going to get it right. I also think it's just so scary because it's such a big risk. Like people are literally taking this risk, maybe because it's all hypothetical. You're right. It's all theoretical. Maybe a couple has talked about it and they're like, you know what? Yeah, we're, I think we're in a space where we can do it. And then everything becomes real. And that space that you sit in after is really scary because it puts your relationship in a space that you are trying to navigate afterwards. You can't go back. Right. Right. And like how you come from that is very scary. So I really give a lot of respect for people who can like talk through that. And that's the biggest part is, is communication. Yeah. There was a TV show on Playboy, the Playboy channel. I remember that. And I think it was called swing and there's a couple seasons of it. And I, I was fascinated by it because these were real life couples. They got interviewed before they got, before they went on the show, they, they had a psychiatrist come in and and literally like a marriage counselor and psychiatrist come in to be like, why do you want to do this? I watched an episode All of the of impacts of it. They were, they were really they were good, good shows. Um, and then they would come into this like frat house of other swingers. It was like Big Brother. It was but Big Brother. Like swinging. But, but swinger. But so each week there was two new couples. They were interviewed. They went through all the whole yeah. process because the, the show needed to make sure that they were in the right mindset before they entered so mm-hmm. that they weren't getting sued for all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So they vetted these guys out perfectly. And I I distinctly remember there's a handful of shows where it, even though they went through this whole process, now they've got a camera in front yeah, of them. Yeah. They're like the extreme of we're ready to fuck other people. Yeah. It still didn't work out. Well, the they, husband would bail or the wife would bail and it would be like, no, I don't want you to do this after. Because what they would do is they would do like two days. It was like two or three days. And they do like sexy games yeah. in the pool yeah, and they would yeah. get to know each other and they get all comfortable and they go into a party and they'd all have fun and they kiss and they would do this. And then the last night they'd all enter into this red room yeah. and that's when the, they would all have sex with each but other. But it was like an orgy down there. It wasn't it like was a, a huge orgy. Yeah. It was a huge orgy. But what the whole idea was you were supposed to find a couple in the two or three sure. days 
that you felt comfortable doing this. And then once that process happened, then it was just like a free for all. Mm -hmm. It either progressively gets better or progressively gets worse. But there were many times on that show where the person's like, I don't want to go in the red room. Yeah. Yeah. And the other couples, the other person's like, wait, 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 like I'm, I've wanted, I now want to go in the red room better, more than I've ever wanted to go in the red room. Because their feelings are still valid too. Like you guys both came into this, like I want to do this. And now you have to respect that your partner's like deuces. I don't want to be here. And the other person's like, well, I'm sorry. Like, I, I do. That's so hard. I would say that in every relationship, there's one person that's more interested in swinging than the other. I think too, like it's a conversation about people who have like specific swinging partners. Like maybe you have a couple that you constantly swing with, with who I think, which I think could be very dangerous. Is that not polyamory? No, I think it's still swinging because you're not like, you're like, oh yeah, we swing with them. Right. Like I think it would be strange and some people do it. That's a thruple. To like, to no, it's not. Quarruple? No, it's just people that you would you would swing with. Like you swing with other people, but you've you've come back. It's not a one night swing. Hmm. <laughs> it's a it's multiple, right? But I think that would be hard because those are where feelings develop. Yeah, I was gonna say if I'm right? always having sex with the same woman and it's not you, then I've got feelings for that woman. You're catching feelings for sure, which yeah. I think would be another rule. Anyways, this is let's gone dive on. let's dive into this a little bit more on another podcast. Let's bring somebody else in. Let's yeah. bring someone who's experienced it, and let's bring someone who is like coaches around it. Yeah. I love Cause that. I'd like to, I'd like this perspective. I'd like to talk about polyamory. Yeah. I'd like to talk, ab- I'd like to world. talk about threesomes. I'd like to have these conversations. They're enlightening. Mm-hmm. And the reality of it is, is we've been married now for almost seven years. I'm not saying that I'm itchy or anything along those <laughs> lines, but we've been together. Thank you. We've been together for 13 years. Yeah. These are conversations that a lot of couples have at this point in time in their lives for because sure. they've been together for so long. Things are the norm and sometimes they want to push the push the envelope. So I think this is a safe place for us to have this conversation for people who are maybe too shy to have this conversation with their partner. I agree. Maybe we can be that place for them. Amazing. All right. Peace out, A-Town. Boop, boop, Bye. boop, boop. Ostafi. Three something. Swing. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Beerley and I'm Jennifer Chaikin and we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of The Therapy Group and hosts of The Shrink Chicks Podcast. Every week we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psychobabble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you, because in order to grow yourself, you gotta know yourself.